Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the first ever Danish and O'Neill podcast. It's, uh, this is episode one, coming out of the gate strong. We've been away from the podcasting game for a little while, but it's good to be back, man. Some of you guys might remember us from the infamous Boner City USA podcast. It's, uh... You know, we're still friends with Andrew, and there was that other guy who did it as well. So, But we've moved on to bigger and better pastures, and now it's just us, just the two of us. Just you and I. We can make it <laughs> if we try. Do you like the, the Mar- Marvin Gaye version or the Will Smith? I like the Will Smith, of course. You're a purist? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we are recording live out of the Ari Manis studio, Big. high atop the... Bowels of the comedy store. We're uh, we're at like, is what do you call that on the pirate ship where you're like up the top of the thing? The bridge. Uh, what, man, the helm. No, like you know, what I'm talking about way up top of the I mast. Oh, that like lookout spot. Yeah, that's where we are in the comedy store. I think that right? guy looks for icebergs or other pirates. Really? Or I thought, p- he was, thought he was looking for mermaid pussy up he there. Could be. <laughs> you're probably not going to see the pussy. You're probably going to see a lot of mermaid titties. The pussies, well, like I don't. They don't I don't think they have pussy. Don't you have to take that like condom thing they have on over the fin off? You bring it up a good point. Is all those guys that were lured in in the uh, folklore of the mermaids? Like there was no pussy. They must have just given great BJ's. You could titty fuck and hand job. <laughs> There's no pussy. There's like none. You get a fin job. It's kind of weird to be lured in by that. They must have had the best titties in the business. But I think they were being lured in by something that, you know, may or may not exist. So it's like if you have a story of getting a, a mermaid blowjob, you're instantly cool. You spill water all over your shirt. I'm good with that. So you think that these guys were lured in by the one guy who got a great blowjob and then told the story. But I think he was like the pathological liar of that day. Just like the man we saw downstairs, the infamous Party Pete. Ah, piece that was a blast sh- from the past. Piece of shit from the comedy store. We're if, not recording. Well, we're recording live right now, but we're gonna we're coming pre-recorded, basically. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, for those of you who haven't been following the Danish and O'Neill saga, uh, Party Pete is a guy that I have a long sordid history with. Um, he showed up the comedy store about ten years ago. He was uh, he was a classic hanger honor, not a comedian. No, uh, but uh, given the run of the place by the infamous former general manager <laughs> Dean the Nightmare Gelber, this guy would uh, he somehow got his hands on a comedy store T-shirt that all the employees wear. Yeah, would wear it and then would direct traffic. And tell people, like, where to go, what shows they... But he did not work here. Do you remember that? I was on the back door. He walked people in. I go, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, I work here. I go, I work here, <laughs> motherfucker. I know you don't fucking work here. He was on a... Vol- he was a vol- he goes, Dean just hired me. He was like a volunteer uh, fireman. He, like, had a, a little bit of a say, but he really didn't work here at all. And then he was telling people, what, what was his move that he was going to use on me? He was. He said, because you were bothering him... He said that he was he's a he's a fat man. He looks almost like a grizzly bear as a human. Well, he looks like a young Pete Rose. Yeah. Like almost identical but a fat, to a younger a fat young Pete Rose. Yeah, a little bit doughier than the current Pete Where's Rose. Where's a tank top all the time, which probably you shouldn't when you have a huge gut, but he he's said not bashful. That he said he was going to give you a snap kick to the peaches was yeah. his big move. That's right. And that entailed with him kicking me in the nutsack. What happened when he did attack you once? He, I said something. He had some Asian mail order bride. And oh, I do recall that. I brought, I started saying stuff to her, and he bull charged me, and I grabbed him by the throat and slammed him against the wall. I remember and then that. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I saw his Pete Rose like like hair like flew up in the air yeah. when you threw him into the wall because he kind of. I think he. 
the adrenaline was like, I'm going to do something. And then when he, it, it, it went terribly wrong. Yeah. And then people started yelling at me to leave him alone. That's always what happens at the comedy store. And then store. Yousef's like, fuck those fucking people. Party yeah. Pete's a piece Let's of shit. burn this guy. Uh, he dry, he, his big move was carrying a Ferrari keychain yeah. and saying that it was in the shop. That was a, And people believed it here. He told us that. And we just asked him. You just asked him just now. How's the Ferrari? And he goes, I don't have a Ferrari anymore. I have a Tesla. It's like, motherfucker, I've seen you this is a guy roaming who, the streets of downtown. He takes the bus. He carries a bag around like a, like a borderline homeless person. Why does he party Pete? Like, I've never, does he party? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's a pathological liar. Who knows what that Pathological Pete. What a piece of shit. You yeah. gotta see that guy during the day. He's here. literally the lowest form of life. Really we, is. We try, we've talked about this before. We tried to get him banned. We said to Dean Gelber, if we get a petition and we get 50 signatures by the end of the night, will he be banned? He said yes. We sent somebody out to write it, got us a nice poster board like we were doing yeah. a school project. We got like 150 signatures. Instantly. And, and he was there around. And we're like, people are like, what are you doing? We're like, we're trying to get that guy banned. And they're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'm signing this. I remember when he told Sebastian, he's like, who's this guy? And we're like, he pointed out, oh, yeah. I can't we'll sign this. this guy this walking guy. around here. Doing things. Only a couple people turned us down. They felt bad. But we're like, don't feel bad. This guy makes our lives a hell. Then we turn it in. And of course, Dean Gelber, being a welcher, goes right back. Spineless on his Dean word. Gelber goes, bro. Bro, he's got to stick around, bro. He's part he's of got, the, like He's got some sort of. He's part of the Dean 15, bro. He's part of the culture here. He's a cunt. You piece of shit. So anyway, it's good to be back, yeah, man. How, I feel you, good. how are you feeling? I feel great. You feel good on the airwaves? I mean, we've made personal, we've made appearances on so many podcasts in our I time know. off. But we've never just done just the two of us. And I think this is going to be more intimate. It's D&O, man. A little bit more real. It's the D&O experience. Oh, it really is. We were recently, uh, we went to Massachusetts, my homeland. Oh, yeah. stayed with I stayed with your parents. Is, uh, you saw my, my hometown, Andover, Massachusetts. Yep. Big shout out. Gave me the tour. What'd you think of the town? Uh, I liked it. Quaint little New England villa. It's, uh, it was, we went to a Dairy Queen. O'Neill was really uh, jonesing for it because they don't really great. have a lot of Dairy Queens in, in L.A. No, and the best part about yours is one of those seasonal ones. It was like an A-frame. That's it, it was apart. It, yeah, it was like the classic. It's closed during the school model. Yeah, and they had you. I'm not really a big Dairy Queen guy, but you were saying they had uh, blizzards that no other. Dude, they had they had blizzards that they don't serve on the corporate menu. Like you think they're from like the 80s? These blizzards? No, I just think that these blizzards are like this is like their home concoction. Oh, you think it's this like is off just the, this one? Yeah, this okay. is like way off the menu. This is like the secret menu at In and Out. The weirdest part about the Dairy Queen is that weirdest. We, what do you mean? Are, we, are you are you thinking what I'm thinking about the ladies? Yeah, yeah. That's not the weirdest. The best part. Well, I guess. But it, we saw like we, and we weren't. This is gonna make us sound like we were perverts, like hanging out there looking for these <laughs> chicks. We weren't. I'll take your scrutiny. I was perving it out. No, over but that. you were. I mean, you were eating your dilly bar in the parking yeah, lot. You didn't want to eat it in my mom's uh, gorgeous car. Yeah. And so we were just sitting there, and we saw like probably ten smoking hot chicks. Pull up. I this mean, is a small town, and it's late at night, and nothing's open. It was un, it was unheard of. All these women were 18 or over, by the way, not, before we delve into the body types. Some of them, not by much, but hey. Some of them maybe just turned a few days ago. We were checking IDs just to make sure that it was cool. <laughs> Dude, they, it, was a, it was like the hottest girls in your... Because I, I can't imagine that your town has like a... This wasn't a my town. This was hot. a few towns over, but it's it's... Close to my time at borders. Yeah, but it was like uh, it, we went like at one point we went I think seven for seven. <laughs> yeah, we said if these three chicks in this car smoking hot, it'll and then just a be mom a... walked up who had a bad limp with a little league player. <laughs> she, she, she had a she had broke a bit of a limp. She broke she broke the streak. But at one it, point, it did look like it was like a sprained ankle limp. Like this was like a no, this was like a yeah, limp. or like or like a, some sort of trampoline accident. Yeah. But Something, but that, the Dairy Queen, if you're in the, the Massachusetts area, check out the <laughs> Reading Dairy Queen. I think it was a freak accident, but it was unbelievable. Get there around closing time. We were, there was actually hot chicks in were the Were they even car. getting ice cream or were they just like, what were they doing? I saw two girls deep-throating cones <laughs> in the backseat of the, their mom's car. Last night when I was, we, I was at the, we were at the comedy store where we are now, 
Yes. And uh, a comic walked up a girl, and she had a banana, a frozen banana on a stick. Oh, I, I saw just, that girl. I was like, you may want to want to finish that before you walk around these parts with the animals watching you suck <laughs> yeah. that thing. Big old chocolate. Who brings a chocolate-covered banana <laughs> slurps it down at a comedy club? Especially like here. begging for trouble. Uh, here, that's like begging for black guys to be like, hey, I got a chocolate-covered banana. Well, dude, it's like, do you are you fiending for it that much that you couldn't eat it, like, either off the premises or before you got here? She, where the uh, fuck did you buy it? That's a good question. Do you, <laughs> you think she got it out of a cooler in her car? I don't know. Ari, do you know where you could get a chocolate-covered banana around here? Here's uh, what was we... uh, Kim Congdon. Okay. And she bought it from Carney's down the street. They sell bananas. chocolate-covered bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari, man, are you, and, what are you, uh, are? Engineer? What do we call you? Producer, producer, engineer. Just another guy who's in the room. Okay. It's Ari. Owner of Ari Manis Studios. Would you like to give your uh, your Twitter handle to the people? Ari Manis, A-R-I-M-A-N-N-I-S, and... Uh, I'm one of the number one comedians in the country. He is. He, uh, he's an employee here. He's like us. Do you uh, guys get it? It makes no sense. One of the number one comedians. When you explain it, it ruins it. Yeah, you're I right. did get we, it. We anyway, got it, but we didn't. We don't want to ruin the mystique. The girl of the joke. who's holding the chocolate cover hot dog, she wants the attention. You She's think that was it? They have chocolate yeah. covered hot dogs too. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like, I would probably eat one of those. Chocolate covered banana. Can you get the vanilla? Because I'm, I'm a bit of a racist. I, I like want a, a chocolate vanilla covered hot dog. I apologize uh, for interrupting. Uh, no, we, no, no, we asked you a question. Look, by all guys. means. Hey, Thank by the you. way, we saw you walking out of here with a young lady. And Last th- night, what happened? Yes, that, uh, she was a female comedian. She was giving me a ride to an open mic because my car yeah. was in the uh, body shop. Did you pork her? Did you did you touch that body shop? Uh, I have standards, guys. Whoa! She's listening. My apologies to you. She's a nice friend of mine. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So she ever made why any? Why don't you guys act your age and not accuse wow. me of that? Grow up. <laughs> have you? Has she made any sexual advances towards you? No, no, no. We have. I'm friends with her ex-boyfriend. and Who's uh, her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, he can't say because then he'll give it away. Uh, but I'll tell you a later. A mutual friend of ours. Okay. Yeah. Ours well, we're not yours? actually friends with him, but we know who he is. We do? Oh, well, you guys could be friends with him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, we, we've, we just haven't. Yeah. Do you know who he's talking about? Yeah. You do? Ari <laughs> and I have a secret text oh, okay. relationship. Okay. Back to you guys. Thank All you, right, Ari. Thanks. Well, thanks, Ari. Thanks for the weather report. We'll get back to you later. Um, all right, yeah, so we were in there, and uh, we had a great time. We went to Family a water was park. Great. Yeah, and we, we went to a fucking water park. Two men in their 30s, early to late 30s or mid, uh, somewhere in our 30s. It was uh, in New Hampshire. It we, was my home water park when I was a kid. Well, we pulled into the parking lot. We had some trepidation because we're like, how will we be viewed as two creepy dudes? The problem was is it was, uh, what was it, late, early June, mid-June? Yeah, late June. Late so June. I think it was uh, one of the first, it was a Friday, and I think it was one of the first times that school was out. And so, like, yeah. people were signing up for the year past. We Remember, we had to wait, like, 15 minutes at the goddamn booth. Yeah, they, they, it's a poorly, why don't you give a shout-out the name of the water park? It's called Water Country. The theme song is Water Country, Water Country. Have some fun. <laughs> do, do, do. Hey, Water Country, maybe you ought to uh, move the season pass line somewhere else, not in the general admissions. Well, the problem line. is because it's a country, I guess. They they remember <laughs> they, they their own country. They were taking pictures. Yeah, they could. Get they were their taking own. pictures of people like it was passports for the year passes. And remember there was like had, fifty kids. Yeah, one lady had like a family of fucking fifty in front of us. We're like, Jesus. It took Christ. us twenty minutes, and we were number two in line. It, it really did take us twenty minutes, but once we got in. No lines anywhere. Yeah, and you know what the good news is? Lockers were only $12. The prices were a little, and I cut my feet on the, the pavement was like jagged. Yeah, it was made out of broken glass. <laughs> and uh, New Hampshire, uh, they got to step up their tattoo game. A lot of bad ink up there at, at the park. They should put a more, uh, moratorium on tattoos Which You while. know what's weird is uh, a celebrity, fuck, who was it? I saw it online. It was like, oh no, it was a country singer. I want to say Toby Keith. I could be wrong. He went to it, there's a like a famous. He went to Water Country. There's a, no, there's like a world-renowned tattooist in the town that Water Country's in. What? And Toby Keith went to the place where this guy operates. It's in a mall, I think. And he had like security outside the door. Like, guys, get out of here! They made him shut the shop down. Because why? Because people what, was he getting a swastika? Some guy said he saw Toby Keith get ushered into like a. He, they like ran him out. He goes, no one was bothering him. No one cared that he was there. 
No one even really knew who he was. He goes, I happen to know who he was. He must have been getting something insane. No, he, they just said he had like this, like, I'm an A-list guy. I need to shut down the shop. <laughs> Is he? Some fucking... it, it, was in, it literally was in that town, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh same town. Nobody we were in. Give a fuck. So, so anyway, uh, what were we saying so, about Water Country before? So oh, the bad there. ink. Yeah, there's bad ink, but... There's also um, not a lot of uh, minorities in New Hampshire, but oddly enough, there's a ton of Central and South American people working there. They've oddly some because I asked one of them where they were from Brazil. You mean the one that spoke English? They shipped these people in as like a summer. They had all bikes out front. They all rode their bikes up to this place. So none of, the one guy didn't speak English because those kids are like, can we ride this backwards? He's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yes, uh, do that. And then they sit down backwards. <laughs> oh, no, no. Come on, guys. But, dude, some of these guys were like 40 years old. Like, what is the, what's the sales technique to draw these like, guys into New Hampshire? They show them a picture of, like, pornography. Do you want to fuck women like this? You come to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Then they get there and like, fuck, we're working at a water park. Is it like you can bang these, uh, these Portsmouth, New Hampshire chicks, get them pregnant, and then you're... Maybe you can get citizenship. I don't want to talk shit about uh, Brazil, but some areas are pretty rough. So maybe they recruit from like, you know, hey, you want to yeah. get out of here for a summer? Maybe marry some <laughs> fat lady at a water park. Hey, are you 45 and you're, your life's not going too good? You want to work the fucking, uh, what was that, the toilet bowl slide? That one was great. Yeah. So, there was one, one was though. like a backbreaker. Geronimo. It's a straight one that goes straight oh, yeah. down. It really fucking it like, wrenches your back. And then when you land, it just rapes you. And I, I had one where I took a ball shot. You lay on your stomach on that car- magic carpet thing. Yeah. I took a hard ball shot to the sacker. At the end of that, uh, the power slide, I felt like literally somebody had shoved something in my asshole. Like, you know when you hit the water? Oh, that was me at the top. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when you, were back, you know what? When you were tying your shoe that you didn't have on, and I shoved that The thing weird in thing ass. is, the guy told me to take the dildo out of my pocket, <laughs> but I didn't. hey <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the best things they had at this park is all the rides. If you were going to do a two-man ride, like some of the tube rides, which we did in a very kind of homosexual, I didn't wrap my legs around you. We did a two-man ride. <laughs> it was weird at first, but then after then you, you get used to it, after you go back to the joy of your childhood, uh, we you were get getting used some momentum on a short, steep drop. We were too big for that. We were hitting the edge hard, like at that. We were slamming pool, into the wall. We were hydroplaning through the pool yeah. into the wall. It was but out that, of control. The, for two men, the weight limit's 400 pounds. <laughs> for one man, the weight limit's 400 pounds. So they had fucking weigh stations. This isn't just a weigh. This is like, uh, like a truck this stop. This is somewhere where you station. weigh like a pallet of, uh, of like of you're, you're bringing an orange. Soybeans or something. <laughs> so it was, was like a huge. metal. It's like a metal industrial just platform. It's on the ground. And you stand on it. It doesn't say the number, no. but if you exceed the number, <laughs> yeah, there's like a flashing light on the top. It doesn't want to embarrass you by actually throwing a figure out there. If but you're close to 400 I think, pounds. I bet there's an alarm. I thought there was a b- an alarm, too, that was if like, beep. you're 400 pounds. Do you even go on there? Or you just say, like, hey, man, I'm not going to go on these rides. I think. I mean, you, you imagine failing that thing, and you see that light, and people watch you. That's got to be embarrassing. How about how about a lot of four hundred pounders aren't actually going to do it? So they probably have to get told by staff. Hey, get on the scale. Uh, you got to weigh. <laughs> you got to weigh in. And that I guarantee like, you, must be sweating bullets. Oh yeah. Like, Every, whether you took a shit that day, like if you're close. If you uh, pound, like, did you have a big breakfast? Did you drink a lot of water? I bet we a lot of guys. One, we saw. I saw one guy who may have been close. Do you think guys the night before? Try to cut weight to make the fucking weight limit on hey, this ride. As people who listen to the former Boner City would know, I'm a fan of the sauna. They could be sitting in there sweating it out. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? I'm trying to get on that fucking water slide. They're wearing garbage bags like they're <laughs> fighting MMA, and they're just trying to get to the slide weight. For, dude, if you're losing weight to 400 pounds, it's, it's not good. I guarantee you, how 80% of the people, when the light goes off, they think the scale's broken. Do you get your money back? Like, because you can't do anything. Well, you, you can do the it's, way it was just the that line. It was just that one. Remember? That was only one ride. It was just one ride. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you think they make you go other rides? Like, go well, way I, in I over thought every there? ride was a 400. No, because I think the, that ride that we went on was one that had, like, a some, tunnel. Some loose screws. <laughs> you know, it had a tunnel. So I think you could legitimately get Go, stuck Oh, like it'd it. be like in the birth canal and they yeah. could like plunge you out? <laughs> yeah, like you're just clogging up the water. You could drown. Like you get stuck and the water just builds up. I guess you could. It was the toilet bowl. No, but then there was. I think it was like the group tube ones. I think there was a weight limit or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, either way. Uh, if you're over 400 pounds or you and your buddy are over 400 pounds. Yeah. 
Water Country luck. might not be for you. Your SOL, shit out of luck. That yeah. was a, it was a great day. I was sore though for the rest of the trip from that. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it was a tremendous day. You got sore from the water park. I did. Dude, that was demand. It was a demanding day. <laughs> Your back did hurt. You were complaining about that. It did. Though. It was. Uh, I felt it when I went down. Something happened. <laughs> it was like right on the top of my ass. It it was a wonderful day. We we had the time of wonderful our lives. Wonderful trip. You appeared in. Uh, we were there to show support to Stephen Renazzi's. He was Steve filming Renazzi. his special. Yeah. You were actually in. You're in the open for the special. Yeah. I don't know when the special comes out, but look for me making my. Network debut. You're a stage manager. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were telling me, tone it down a notch. They said, hey, man, you're showing all these guys up. I, what they didn't know is that when I found out I got the role, I got a job as a stage manager for two weeks just to really live the role. That's a Daniel Day-Lewis that, yeah, style. Yeah, some DDL style. His son's now a model. Did you hear that? No. Everyone's like, it, MSN has turned into the shittiest website ever. It used to be, like, fairly legit. So every fucking there's one news story and then the rest. Is every all other day garbage. is like so and so stuns in a bikini. It's like yeah, this it's is like, news. So one day it was Daniel Day Lewis's son stuns in his debut as a model. Oh my god, he looks kind of like him in the face and he has bleach blonde hair. Yeah, and it's like so and so's pussy is getting fat. That that was that's a big MSN story. <laughs> it's usually it's usually number two after it'll be somebody got killed and then the rest will be. Speaking of stories, nipples, you want to get to one. Yeah, let's get to a story. I got, uh, this is from a site called scarymommy.com. You know I love this. You know I, you know I love where this is going. This is, uh, this, this could infuriate you. I don't know how it's going to, how it'll be. All right, do. lay it on me here. It's, uh, so, I, somebody sent me this. It was a while back, but I started compiling this stuff oh, knowing. You, you stockpiled. Just knowing that at some point we may get back okay. in. I like, I like where your head's at. So this is a, it's a piece of paper. Uh, that someone got a hold of. I think they put it on Facebook. Okay. It's all crinkled up. Somebody crinkled it up at some point. Like it may be the sender, maybe the receiver. So it says, "This is in." Let me see where it is, just to give you a little background. It's in Arizona. So this lady's a mom. She's a mom lives in, in Arizona. A, lives in a neighborhood, and she received an anonymous letter typed, oh my God. single spaced, from a neighbor. It says. In, for some reason, the neighbor's in quotes. says, dear, in quotes, neighbor. <laughs> this is like I hate you so much that I'm like, I'm hesitating to actually call you my neighbor. No comma, which is an English major to me. It's, an, it's offensive. Don't ever send Jeff ill-written. Yeah. You must hate the shit I send you because it's just, it's nonstop. No periods, no I give, commas. I'll give you a pass. I'm it says, dyslexic. dear, in quotes, neighbor. Okay. You just moved into this neighborhood a year ago. <laughs> just, just a whole fucking year ago. And I wanted to give you time to correct this problem on your own. Oh. You were apparently too inconsiderate to do so, which is an aggressive start. So this better be a bombshell. Every day this week, when weather has been nice and windows are open, you proceed to let your small child run free in your backyard and laugh and giggle and carry on without end. What the fuck? This is very disruptive for my dogs and my bird who sits next to the window and like to look into your yard. Perhaps you could ask oh him to God. tone it down a bit or at least limit his outside time to 15 to 20 minutes a day so my dogs could be outside. Is this without- prison? Is this fucking prison? <laughs> so my dogs could be outside without seeing him running around. If this kind of behavior persists, all caps from here on out, I will call the police. Exclamation point. What the police are going to fucking do? <laughs> Dude, is this guy some, like, pedophile that's trying to, he can't control himself? He's like, I'm out there jerking off Dude, your his child. Dog, his dog can't handle. Dude, that's the most, in- I would like to find this fucking person. Do you think it's a man or a woman? I think a man. I don't know. It could be an old woman. It could be, but it, to me, it seems like a man. I don't know. I just assume, man, it could be an old woman, though. Dude, that's insanity. Fuck your dog and fuck your bird. This kid's it's a, a child. Ch- it's a child. Let the guy. Ha- he, your child is laughing and giggling. That's his problem or errors. Dude, he fifteen minutes a day. Put him on lockdown the rest of the time. Hey, let him go out play some handball. What, what lift are some the weights. Cops? Let him go lift some weights <laughs> yeah, in the well, yard. Well, get him a pull-up bar on the door sill in your house. What do you think this woman's reaction? Like, well, how do you react to that? You just say I'm ignoring oh, dude, it. You know what? You know, it would be Steve O'Neill would love to get a letter like this. What would he do? Like oh. wipe his ass? Oh, and he would to- break in the house at night in no, like a mask. They don't know who it is. Well, whoever's got a bird and a dog that faces that's, their yard, it's, it's a bit of a. I guess it's a, a bit neighbor. of a giveaway. <laughs> What do you think the dog? The dog was barking. Like, what was the dog's problem? Wait, 
I don't know. I like this. Like, how does this? Per- is the person? Maybe you get your fucking dog under control. Is do you think the person's using the bird and the dog as an excuse that they don't like it, or the bird and the dog are, are upset? I think this lady thinks these bird and the dog talk to her, or whoever. It's a guy, whoever it is. There's some sort of weirdo connection. It, I think what I honestly think is that he's a closeted pedophile who can't control. Himself. He like, like he's just kid. walking around with this kid and gets boners and is jerking. Who it. mentions a kid laughing and giggling and then say like this has got to stop? Dude, what, what are the cops going to do? So what's the going cops? On? I'm sure this person has called the cops many times well, in their life, God. and the cops have to they have to go, and they're like, "What's the problem? There's a kid over there laughing and giggling. My dog is so upset." Dude, I'll be honest. I don't care the person that wrote that letter. I don't care what they what. What, maybe they've done good things. That they should be killed. You There's think really that's no... you think that's death sentenceable? It's a child. <laughs> How loud could this fucking child be? You're giving him a 15 minute. What's weird is it sounds limit? like it's only one kid. So how much noise can one kid make? <laughs> then again, maybe I'll play devil's advocate. Maybe this kid's like the most just screaming and just fucking. But unless the kid's like going crazy, has a cordless microphone on, he's like doing fucking. I mean, how loud could it be? No, it can't be. I mean, shut your window. Go to a different room. It's only during the day. It's not late at night. Close your fucking windows. How about you leave your house, you fucking recluse? Go somewhere. Go read a book in a coffee shop. Put your dog out in the fucking yard. Bring the dog and the bird. Put the bird on your shoulder like a pirate and walk around town. Like those freak shows on Sunset What if I saw that. I was like, what a piece of shit. That reminds me. uh, I'm glad, though, that the person. The good thing about social media now is you can shame people like this. You get that went viral. Like we you should put that out there, but we should find out. There must be somebody who's tracked down who that person is. We could drive that person crazy. Yeah. Me and you. If you, if the lady who received this note, if if you're listening or anyone knows her, <laughs> you could hire Danish and O'Neill, and we will torture this person to the point where they'll move out of your neighborhood, or they'll freak out and attack us and go yeah. to jail. Stay tuned, folks, because we're going to investigate this article and see if anyone has tracked down the actual name of this person or their phone number, and we'll call them live on we, the Danish and O'Neill show. We could just go to that neighborhood and just play, like, <laughs> fucking Foursquare or, like, just do the loudest shit in the street in front of their house. They would go nuts. Oh, my God. Like, get megaphones and just yet talk to each other with megaphones. What a <laughs> shitty person. Just, like, there's certain people that should just die. And, like, if, if that's your outlook on that child... Then that's your outlook on life. That per, that's He's like a stunned. that's a full year Grinch. If you're doing that sort of shit, like you want nothing, no one to be happy. Yeah, it's a certifiable cunt. Like they probably report loud fucking to the cops. Well, yeah, anything. You had a problem with loud fucking at your ex girlfriend's apartment, or didn't someone call yeah. the cops? Yeah. Well, this chick would. She she opened all of her windows. She so she was trying she had a huge to, bay window. She was getting. She wanted some performance. Yeah, and she fucked right in her living what room. What was she saying? It was just crazy, loud, fu- screaming. Just like any talking or just screaming? No, shrieking? just straight screaming. Did you but ever like, think someone was being murdered? No. By a penis? You can tell the difference between murder, scream, and fuck, scream. I don't know. If you're fucking right, it can be similar. <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if you're fucking with a knife. Which you've been known to do. I have. I By the way, that reminds me. The other night, I don't know if we want to get into the UFC, because this is probably going to come out next week. But Yeah. Um, we were watching the UFC, the Conor McGregor fight card. At, Rob, or as I call it, the Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald as card. As it should have been promoted. But uh, we were at Big Earl Scrakel's, Big Earl Scrakel's house. <laughs> the Scrake. And uh, you brought something up during the fight. And sometimes you drop things so casually, but you say some of it's like so bizarre. But it's like, did he really just say that as like a casual like, thing in a conversation? So it was me, you. <laughs> you even mental notes of these. It was me, you, Earl. Yeah. Uh, a female comedian, Jen Sturger. Yeah. Uh, and then the co- I forget his name at this point. <laughs> okay, so we'll skip over. Comedy and- store security guard. And you were talking to that guy. Yeah. And I, don't, I forget what ca- it came up like. We were talking about the Midwest, and he was from Oklahoma. Yeah. And you were like, I'm from Indiana. And you guys were saying, like, the Midwest is different than the coast. Like, yeah. people don't get what goes on there. And then you just casually were like, oh, yeah, like one night I went to a high school football game and we just maced, just, <laughs> I just, I told you just sprayed a ton of mace up the top of the bleachers and we just let it trickle down and affect the whole crowd. I never told you that. <laughs> I think you may have, but I just, but you brought it up like so casually, like it was just like, oh, it's just another <laughs> night out. I was a young man at the time <laughs> looking to cause some havoc. Uh, so my buddies and I, we all, uh, we went up to the top. How many cans of mace? It was just one can. But, dude, you got to watch out. And one of my buddies got blowback in the <laughs> oh, face. Oh, you wouldn't want you guys to be <laughs> affected. <laughs> but, you know, that's where we ended up switching to fart spray. 
<laughs> was there like a meeting? There was like a, one of you was the CEO. <laughs> Guys, I called you here tonight. Mace is no longer effective. We got to switch to Farm. Guys, we had a casualty the other night. <laughs> one of our own got maced, as opposed to some of the other innocent people that were just trying to watch a football game. We can't have this. We need we need them to smell bad things. So we thought, you know, because it was like, dude, people were like, oh, what's going on? Like this. So like pandemonium. So you guys were like, you you were te- small town terrorists. Yeah. You terrorized that game. We used to spray mace on people's door handles of their car because, little known fact. It stays on there for a while, and then when you open your door, at some point in the night, you're going to touch your face and eyes. Did you know these people, or was this just random acts of It hatred? was just random acts. Were you guys angry? Like, what would yeah. inspire you to try hatred. to affect the whole football well, crowd? Well, St- Steve O'Neill may have had a thing to do. There was times where— um, Like, were you pissed at the town? Like, what was your general source of anger and rage that you're like, so this, these football-loving motherfuckers need to learn a lesson? <laughs> so when you grow up in a small farming community— uh, there's not a whole lot to do, and the whole. Have you seen that one where the kids uh, lock all the parents into the school? I did see that. I don't know the name of that movie, but it was a great movie when I was a kid. Matt Dillon's in it. They I got believe. a youth center, and then they took it away from them, and the kids freaked yes. the fuck out. That's kind of what my town is like. They or, took your youth center away, but we didn't really actually have a. It was a metaphorical youth center. <laughs> did they ban dancing? They just. I don't know. They didn't really do anything to us looking back. But it's just... You guys were just... Angry. You were angst-filled. Yeah, we were like, just... Like, I never did anything We all like came that. from broken homes. And like, I never... angry. I would never spray the mace like that. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> and when you you say it in casual conversation, like, like it was so normal. And then you just, like, move on to something else. And in my head, I'm like, did he really just say that to these random people? But I thought I found a guy who could relate to what I was going through. Well, then so. that guy was like, oh, yeah, we used to throw possums at each other. Like, he really Live liked, possums, he, yeah. yeah. He, like, he really enjoyed what you were saying. Yeah, he got it. I mean, we used to, we would throw dead raccoons into people's cars that we'd find on the side my of the road. My friends and I, there was this girl. I don't know what we had against her. One of my buddies was trying to fuck her, and she wouldn't fuck him. So, yeah, I think it was <laughs> Jesus that. Christ, so it was like a, this was a rape. No, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, like a she didn't know we did it. Yeah, but this is like you wouldn't fuck me. So he call, he like he's he called her the camel because he's like she looks kind of like a camel, but he like liked her. I don't, whatever it was. So Did we, she have like a hump? No, she, I don't. Her she had like a, the face of a camel. I don't. It's hard to explain. Like a long face? A little bit. Just, I don't know. It okay. was his thing. Whatever. Okay. So we um we did. Uh, inspired by the great movie Grumpy Old Men, we bought like a, a shitty. <laughs> you guys are stealing. We bought moves a, we, from Grumpy Old Men. Hey, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon knew how to party, dude. We bought like a shitty piece of fish at the grocery store. <laughs> Literally had shit. You shit on it? No, but it was just like a, you know, it like smelled. a cheap, like yeah. smelly. Okay, you know, like a. And fish in New England, you, you have a you have a plethora of fish to there's choose. There's a lobster from. tank. You can go to the grocery store and pick them out. Boil them for you, and so uh, we pick out a piece of fish. She had like an old convertible, like a '60s something. Oh, like a classic, and it was like this shit brown convertible. <laughs> and so we like the old shit brown uh, yeah. model. It's, it was uh, mint shit brown. Ah, uh, do you have this in shit brown? That's well, the salesman's like. Hey, you haven't seen the shit brown. You're I, gonna be. I'm gonna look up the pay code. What kind of car was it? <laughs> Get your checkbook. So we uh, we were looking for a place to put it. Like everyone was hanging out in ele- elementary school, which is what we did in my town. We would all be drinking, pick up chicks. It was like a w- it was weird. No, like oh, I saw the ele- it was right down the street from your house. Yeah, it was a bunch of them. And so we so we like looking for we were gonna put it like un- somewhere in the back seat or under the seat. Yeah. But then like we found like this like the back seat like lifted up a little and there was like a hole and we just threw it in there and it must have really oh. festered in there. Dude, she probably sold the car because I bet you they could never find it. Yeah, it was looking back. It wasn't the best. And you're thing. talking about my mace. Yeah, but you uh, people that, went through uh, thirty minutes of agony. You may have ruined this girl. <laughs> Dude, they were just she might have thought it was her pussy. Did do you think that did you affect the game? Like, was the lack of cheering like the the, the guys it playing? Was, it was towards the end of the game, but people were literally people. Some people were leaving. Other people were like, "We got out though," because every time you commit a crime, you got to get the fuck out quickly. Like was the the top of the bleachers empty? Like how did you do it with no one seeing you? Well, because we were sitting all the way at the top, and then I mean it was just a row of us, and then you just kind of so spray, no and one, the wind starts. No, taking but there was no it. one around you. It's a it's a less concentrated version once the wind picks it up. So you're going to get people that are don't know what's going on. It's really affecting them, but it's not going to take them down like a uh, can near, of mace. The people the near you really paid a price. Yeah, first I, and and the, probably the hardest concentration. And the people that were spraying it knew. 
the risk they were taking. My favorite thing is, is it was on, a suicide mission. I love on cops when they someone's on like PCP and they're just spraying <laughs> yeah. them like a gallon. Like of that, that we black saw a black guy. guy. Was he naked or was he shirtless? He might have been. Sh- he was in. Uh, he might have been naked. He was in New Orleans on I think on uh, what is that street? Beals. Whatever. If it, yeah. If streets. anyone remembers this episode, please let us know if he was n- naked or send the clip. So there's a black guy and he's on something and the cop. There's like 50 cops and they're trying to take him down and this guy's doing fake karate stances like he knows karate. Which you always have to question. Maybe he does. But he does. kept doing like he was doing like the like and a he was routine, going, but like and like moving the arms and like yeah. kind of like a circ, you know, like weird manners. And they would always stop because they don't. I mean, this guy could know something. Then they bull charged him, and he like <laughs> defeated like fifty of them. Then they no, maced no, him. before they bull charged him, they maced him. Yeah, and he was fine. But they maced him to the point where it was running like a river off of his face, and he was like wiping his eyes. But he was fine. He was like, he was just white, dude. It was it like, like it was a, you, it was like throwing a gallon bucket of you know when mace you get like him. sweat in your eye. It looked like that. Like it was like a minor irritation, but nothing. <laughs> It and then one of the cops like went down because he was affected just from the, yeah. the air. And then when they took the guy down, I think some of the mace dripped onto another guy, got in his mouth or something because he was gagging. Why does PCP do that? Why does it make you have superhuman strength? I don't know. It affects some part of your brain. That if I was a UFC fighter, I would just do a one fight, take it, and see if I could just like... Dude, you'd end up biting people's fingers off and stuff. And right. also you would gag... I, I think... The PCP Rush might give up after a little That's bit. That's my name, PCP Rush Danish. <laughs> you better hope it's not a five-rounder. Because <laughs> I think it's only good for about two to three rounds. By the way, I don't, I don't want to get into the UFC. We did see it. The Roy McDonald fight. Oh, Lawler, unbelievable. Phenomenal. McGregor, overrated. UFC is doing some shitty, hey, shady Chad business. Hey, Mendez trained for two weeks. And he almost whipped your ass, McGregor. I'd stop talking shit. And he looked great. I mean, yeah, he would have won if he had to pull a camp. But... Dana White, after the fights, bragging about the fact that Rory McDonald didn't know what year it was when he was asked. Not a good PR Bad move, point. Dana. <laughs> Bad move. That, concussion that, that concussion be, lawsuits come your way. That will be mentioned in a lawsuit in about 10 years yes, from now. Absolutely. You can't say that. He's like, the fight was so good that he didn't even know what year. It's like Roger Goodell being like, this guy got hit so hard that he didn't even recognize his wife. He's been fucking her for 10 years. He didn't even know who she was. He could go back and be like, the game of, in 1987 was so good that this guy shot himself in the chest. Can you believe it? Can, this guy could barely even drive around his own neighborhood. That's how hard he This played. guy is on a respirator and is a vegetable. That's how good that Super Bowl was. Someone, com- I was The article I read, I think it was on SureDog, one of the commenters had a great comment. Saying that it would have been very tempting to tell uh, Roy McDonald that it was 1955, <laughs> and then he needed to find the flux capacitor to get back to the current date. <laughs> we were joking that someone should have parked old cars outside yeah, like the walks e- exit out, of the stadium. Like someone from Cuba who drove there got a car over on a ferry. <laughs> He's like, "Well, this 1951 Hugo." Or like a valet pulls up, Roy, Roy, here's your car. It's like a fucking Model T. Or you could, like, put on a DVD of I Love Lucy and be like... <laughs> you could really... He really should have exploited this guy's uh, brain injury. And then he takes out a cell phone. Like, what, what is that? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Rory, you don't... It's, 19, it's 1948. <laughs> what? Yeah. We beat, we beat the Germans three years ago. Your brother just went off to war. I know we live in Canada, but he... They're fighting over in, in Europe. They don't know. The war ended three years ago. You can, yeah, someone should have really taken advantage. That's the it thing. Sounds like Dana White like, wanted to, how enthused he was about it. Yeah, these head injuries, people just aren't doing the you practical he, jokes that they deserve. He shouldn't. You should not, as the head of an organization, ever, don't ever brag about mention it. that or like glorify it. Yeah. That will be brought up in a lot Look, we all appreciate uh, a good fight, and we appreciate the sacrifice these fighters make. And but then, and let's they, not. They uh, know the risks, but yeah. it's like you can't. And we all know it, too. But it's probably not. It's probably best not to glorify or, or joke or use it to describe how great a fight was. Do you think, like, was has it always been this bad, and it's just now we know we have the better technology? Yeah, and the, of course it has. Dude, I'm sure. It's like, how do you limit it? I don't think you can. Like in football, I don't, unless you take their helmets away, I don't know if you There's can. No, dude, football will be dead in 20 years. Is that a Ryan O'Neill? Is That's that a, a Ryan, Ryan O'Neill, O'Neill prediction. prediction right yes. now? P- ladies and gentlemen, write this down in your <laughs> diaries. Kids, <laughs> dude, the gener- our generation now, you and I, our kids won't ever play football. We have kids? Well, if we, <laughs> we ever find a woman that allow, we'll get abortions woman, if we get pregnant. Woman's dumb enough. They want this evil seed inside them. Then uh, 
But and we know too much. You'd be an idiot right now to let your kid play football. You're uh, somebody you know wants their kid to play football. And I think he's an idiot. For <laughs> I almost said for he was, and I caught myself. That was a good catch. Got a couple of people I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You want to do uh, another little fun game here I got? Yeah, what's the game? It's uh, This is from MSN's Mom and Me section. MSN is a real <laughs> shithole. You know what I like. It's these Mommy and Me. No, this is just, this, is, I love this it. won't piss you off, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz you here. Okay. This is, the, the category is wacky kid snacks from around the world. I'm going to tell you what it is. <laughs> You're going to have to guess what country. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. This is, uh, it's dried squid. I'm going to read you the description. Okay. It's shredded to fishy goodness. Eating this sweet and salty snack can be an addictive feat. Just don't forget to give your kid a mint or two after. Hi-oh! What um, country? Uh, Thailand. I'll, I'll show you. Well, actually, it says it on there. It comes in like a package. It's like, it's like a Doritos package. That's China. China? Loving that dried squid. Dried squid. It's, a fu- it's like it's a disgusting. snack. You send your kid to school. It's fucking crazy. Hey, <laughs> did, you, did you eat all your dried squid today? <laughs> how, many, how many jokes in middle school? Like, hey, oh. is that your pussy or is that the dried squid Dude, I'm eating? There's, there's no women for them to fuck. Oh, they're probably just it's fucking true. these dried squid snacks. That is true. You never really think about that. The, Dude, the ratio. We, oh, you would be. They must just be beating it hard. Dude, these guys are leaving the if country. If we want to make peace with them, we should just ship them like a Put- women's prison <laughs> and be like, guys, this is our <laughs> offering. Release our debt. <laughs> we're going to give you these ladies. We're going dri- <laughs> to airdrop a bunch of fucking criminals <laughs> over there for you guys to fuck. They may kill hey, you. They, it's, I might get into politics. All right, next <laughs> snack. I don't know if there's enough. These are called Marmite chips. I've never heard of Marmite. I think it's a thing. It's a spread. So it says, I'm going to say it, Australia. Love it or hate Puff it, Marmot. this polarizing salty spread made from yeast extract has been converted to snackable crisps. Eat your heart out. Australia. It's England. Oh. Yeast fucking chips? Okay. It sounds yeast. like sounds like a woman's panties after like a long <laughs> bike ride. What are you peeling off her <laughs> yeast stains? Jesus I don't know. Christ. So that, that's that one. Okay. Here we go. This is uh, sweet corn ice cream. It's like a popsicle. Well, it's, I'm it's, going to the U.S. It's corn for dessert. The U.S.? That's Korea. What? How do they have corn? Is it north or south? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's they're... Co- just Korea? Dude, in North Korea, all their treats are like in the shape of it's, the emperor's uh, look dick. Look at this thing. It's like a corn pop. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> hey, hey, Mom, you have any more, more of those corn pops? You might, do you have to floss after that? Like you do eating uh, corn on the cob? Do you salt and butter the popsicle? You might. You might have to. It's bizarre. At least it's not hot, I guess. Dude, do you think that's that. North Korea? Like, that's their treats? <laughs> like the, Kim Jong-un? Uh, the Supreme like, Leader just throws those out? He's like, you guys, are, these are the best treats in the world. And they're like, we have the best leader. These treats are unbelievable. Dude, if I were him, I would literally make all, my f- all food in the shape of my dick. <laughs> like, just a huge wang. Do you think he tells people he has, like, a 40-inch dick? He, <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you. Because he tells them that he shoots, like, a, uh, he takes the par on a golf course. Like, he shoots, like, hole-in-ones. That's what he tells them. They believe it. <laughs> he, dude, I guarantee you that he is, he's like, I have an 80-inch dick. Yeah, like, legit 80-inch dick. Like, I guarantee you that he says it goes down, like, to, the, to his shoes, through his pant leg. Like, it's hard to walk. Like, yeah. I have to wrap it up in a circle. Like he's a garden hose. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is like, he's like the party Pete of North Korea. He's like the party Pete of the world. He's just but a he's liar. more evil, though. Fuck, hey, f- fuck you. Fuck party Pete. Well, this one's fuck. my favorite. Okay. It's called fairy bread. Can you see the picture? I see, a, yeah, I see a picture. So it's, uh, it's po- sprinkles? It's popular at children's party. This colorful snack is simply made of white bread, butter, and sprinkles. Or as they call it where it is, hundreds and thousands. I'm going to say Istanbul. It's Australia. Oh, that's Australia. So they just take bread, they butter it, and then they put rainbow sprinkles on top of the butter. That's like a fucking hillbilly. Oh, DeWitt. DeWitt would love that. Uh, from Borner City, Andrew DeWitt. He's like, out. oh, man, I didn't even think about sprinkles. Oh, fairy bread. I'm eating sprinkles now <laughs> to help lose weight. That's, I mean, put it in my coffee. Does that even look good to you? Uh, it looks like a shitty cookie. I, I can see the taste, though. You got buttered bread. But you why got not sprinkles. eat a cookie with sprinkles? Well, I don't know. In Boston, they've chosen not to. In Boston, they call uh, the dark sprinkles jimmies, which is a racial uh, <laughs> yeah, term. Without you even telling me that, <laughs> I could tell that was a racial term. All right. This next one is called Kirkure. Kirk uh, Kirkure Naughty Tomatoes is the full name. 
It's basically the ketchup version of Cheetos, is the description. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with ketchup version of. Hmm. You'll never. I don't think you'll ever guess this. Italy. India. Oh, fuck. I was going to go India. You think they like ketchup? Thought... Is ketchup a big thing there? You would think no. No, but you know what is huge there is taking dumps on the street. Yes. I think it's from the Kirk Kiernati tomatoes. Probably is. But those dudes. I saw, uh, I was watching Vice, and they talk about, like, the, how their water's all contaminated, and a lot of it's because people shit in the streets. <laughs> they show all these dudes, they have all this footage of dudes squatting, super comfortable, right next to another dude, just taking a dump on well, a like, railroad why, tracks. Um, what's, like, why? Is there no toilets? Like, what's dude, the there's no toilets for, like, poor people. But, like, is there ever a dude it's in filth. a business suit just taking down the suit and just shitting in the street? Or is it, like, That guy probably has access to toilets. Oh, so it's peasants. Well, I told you about my brother's incident. You did. Yeah. Your brother married an Indian woman. Married an Indian woman. Evidently, she has, uh, she's... She's Indian royalty. She has a, a village. Her grandfather owns a village What's it over called? there. I have no idea. I've never been. Takanaka Shaka? But... He, my brother's like, uh, he described it to me. He's like, look, yeah, maybe it's cool for over there, but it's a little rundown now. Okay. They don't quite have the uh, technology to keep it up. And But he has a private chef, and then they had dinner over there one night, and my brother and his wife were leaving, and my brother shook hands with everybody, including the chef. Yep. And uh, as they were driving away in the car, they smelled something. <laughs> it smelled like shit. <laughs> my brother looked on his hand. And uh, he had shit on his hand. Wasn't it, though? I thought he said when he went to say goodbye, like, there was, like, he was in a room and it, like, took a while. And then he's like, oh, yeah, hold on, hold on, I'm coming. And he, like, came out. It came, was that what he said? I think, like, it, like he had been taking his shit. Like, like, oh, oh wanna, yeah, yeah. And then like, he shook I, his hand. Yeah, like, I want to yeah, say yeah. goodbye to so-and-so. Like, yeah. he rushes out, shakes his hand. They get in the car and he, like, starts gagging. He's like, what is that smell? And he looks at his hand. He had shit. He's got shit streaks. But did he eat the chef's food? Because I would have peed. He did. Well, every time he goes to India, he gets, like, violently ill. Do they they wipe, all do. Do they wipe their hand, the ass with the hand there? Yeah. There's, dude, these guys are shitting on railroad tracks. So why, like, if you're that guy, why would you shake? Is it, like, a, a sin not to shake? I think because it doesn't bother him. There's duty everywhere. So every one like, of them is, like, uh, immune to it. There's duty to duty handshake. Oh, I would cut my hand off. I would just have it removed. I wouldn't even wash it. I don't think I could ever look at my hand again. Would you fuck, like, the hottest chick of India, but, like, she's no. a peasant. She, like, takes shits in the streets. Oh, what are you, and you have to bring her here, and you bring her to, like, Los Angeles, oh, and she shits on Sunset Boulevard. Dude, I would have to soak her. For <laughs> you take like, her on yeah. a date? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Come on. Not again. Oh, come on, lady. <laughs> come on. Not again. Not in front of my buddies. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. This is called the Kinder Egg. This is a pretty damn good one. This is from Germany. Also known as a Kinder Surprise. Is it from, it's, yeah, Kinder Shock a lot. It's not. It, it's, it's the brand, but it's from a different country. Okay. This is a chocolate egg that's hollow, and it houses a shell that contains a toy, unfortunately. Shut the fuck up. These candies have been banned in the U.S. due to choking us. So it's like a, it looks like a Cadbury egg, <laughs> but there's a mini toy inside. You know how many kids just... It's the stupidest what, idea I've ever heard. Look at this. What kids died? It's Italy. Okay. You Look know what it. would be great is it's like a little truck. <laughs> what if they made candy like that for adults, but you get like razor refills or some other <laughs> condoms? <stupid shit>. Yeah. <laughs> like stuff you could actually use. You know, people just bite into that and fucking and bite, die and bite. Yeah. They banned it. It's somebody died. Banned in the U.S. That's great, man. That's fucking great. I didn't great. look at the time. I don't know where we're at. but We're uh, almost at an hour. Oh, okay. Okay, this one. We might have to give a, we'll give a Steve O'Neill report to end the. Yeah, this one's called uh, Lee Hing Mui. <laughs> Wait, Kansas. <laughs> it's popular among uh, kids in this place. It's dr- a dried plum covered in red Lee Hing powder. Has oh, long wait, red Lee? <laughs> red Ling? Lee? Lee, red Lee Hing. Red Lee Hing. That's powder? a superhero in uh, okay. Chinatown. It has a long-lasting acquired taste that is sweet, sour, tangy, and salty. Wow. Uh, well, I'm going to have to go <laughs> some sort of Asian country. Okay. Uh, China. It's Hawaii. Oh, Jesus. Threw, Threw off. me off. Look at, look at this, dude. It looks like a, like a hemorrhoid on a plate. It looks like KFC. It's disgusting. It's like a, a, what is that? It's like a dried... The dried plum, basically covered. Yeah, in it looks like uh, it looks like just an old beat up pair of nipples, <laughs> like just super lumpy. Like fucking fifty kids have nursed off those titties, like just beat up. Like a wet, like it's like it looks reminds me of like a what, what a wet nurse's 
titty looks like. These women should have to get tattoos on their uh, tits for how many kids have nursed on them, like a like a like a tally. <laughs> I think you can just count the stretch marks. It's like a tree. Yeah, <laughs> you count the ring. You count the stretch marks on the titties <laughs> to find out. Ring around the nipples. Uh, all right. This one, I think, I guarantee you'll get this. Because <laughs> I can see the kids, and they look Chinese. But, no, but you'll, once you hear it, you'll know. Okay. This is called Moco Moco Mocolette. <laughs> Moco Moco Mo- I'm going so, to Japan. Uh, you mix water and candy po- powder in a mini toilet for a sweet, foamy drink. <laughs> Wait, the, the toilet comes included? <laughs> yeah. Or do you have to find your own toilet? No, you find it comes, it comes included. Why would they mix it in a toilet? <laughs> Why would they give you a toilet to mix it in? Why, what country? Why is it shaped like a, a Japan? Did, of course. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's sucking it out of it with a straw. Two kids. One girl's a neon green toilet. Oh. Drinking out of it. Oh. That, 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 they breed that sort of bizarre. That's why they're game yeah. shows. These kids are, they're like, what, four and Dude, five here? One of their number one porn stars, male porn stars, killed a woman, ate her. And then when he got out of prison, he's like a big old porn now. And his thing is he bites women when he's fucking Hey, Japan, you may not want to have your children drink out of miniature toilets Ooh, when they're kids. What the fuck is wrong with you as a country? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to get? Why don't you have children just like sucking chocolate out of a, of a dick? Why don't you make like shit, like shit snacks? What kind of fucked up? You can buy dirty panties in their fucking vending machines. Your, your candy comes out of a toilet. It's insane. It's, it, they're starting them at a young age to, like, they're teaching them. Do they drink out of real toilets, or is that just, like, a novelty? Do they have, like, chocolate shit just called duty, and it's shaped like dog shit, and it's, it's really just more, chocolate, and you eat it? Probably a more Japanese name, but I wouldn't be shocked. Duty duty? <laughs> All right, this one's called, uh, I think this is the last one, or maybe two more. It's called Pe- Pelon Pelo Rico. So you uh, Puerto Rico, <laughs> I'm going with. It's uh, tamarind-flavored soft candy. Uh, it's squeezed through a tube with holes, almost like Play-Doh. Like, up. Is it, do you drink it out of a urinal? Uh, producing a Medusa-like effect. <laughs> Medusa? <laughs> Medusa? What's your guess? Uh, I'm going Puerto Rico? Mexico. All right. And uh, the cartels love giving those. No, I don't know. Oh, man. El Chapo. The last one, it's called the Tato Chocolate Bar. Uh, it's a potato chip chocolate bar. And it's cheese and onion flavored. I'm going U.S. It's Ireland. Really? They like the beer, dude. They, they give them the, they the, the salty. The s- salty and sweet. Salty and savory. Cheese and onion chocolate. Oh, my God. I know who, what's the best one? Is it the one with the... The toilet bowl. What about the toy inside the snack? I mean, both of them are pretty solid contenders for the number one position. The toilet bowl, I'd say, does take... The picture did it for me. You can't see it, people, but uh, there's children drinking out of a toilet bowl. If anyone's uh, listening in Japan, please send us one. You know what? I might be going to Japan in December. Uh, get so the toilet I'm, bowl candy. That's all I'm going to be collecting. Moco, 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 let. I'm going to bring a suitcase just to check it. <laughs> Sir, do you have anything to with, declare? <laughs> yeah. I've got a thousand mini toilet bowl candy <laughs> drinks. Give one to the customs guy. Uh, you keep, oh, it's the part of the. Table. All right, so we're about ready to wrap up our hour. Just our quick, hour. I get hit up on Twitter all the time. People want to know who listens to Boner City. What is Steve O'Neill up to? How's he doing? Steve O'Neill currently is trying to dig a hole in his backyard to steal water from a nearby. Like Tom Selleck was just accused of. He was. Well, there's this natural spring that goes to a local. We won't say where it is. How did he find it? <laughs> He like a, does he He's do been the, talking to does people. Does he do the, uh, the dowsing rod? Yeah. yeah, we used to do it all the time the for sticks. broken water lines. I saw a guy do it on Mountain Men. It, it works. It did work. Yeah. I found it. We used to do it all the time. No, no, not Mountain Men on uh, Building Wild where the guys build the cabins. It, Cabin King. It does work. Called. I think it might be intuition. His, I think his dick's a dowsing rod. <laughs> Wet pussy? So, so people are telling him there's a local water. No. Is uh, he preparing for, like, a Mad Max apocalypse? He just wants to get off the grid, but doing it within In the center of Los, <laughs> Los Angeles. Okay. He thinks, that, he thinks that his house runs over the natural spring that feeds this well-known water company's supply. And he thinks that he could dig a well and siphon off their water. Okay. So, so how deep is this hole right now? And what does your mom think of this hole? My and mom, there's animals. Aren't my they mom stopped fall listening two years ago. Isn't, aren't this. these animals going to fall in the hole? How, like, what's the He'll di- cover it with a piece of wood. That's what he always does. He always puts a piece of plywood over holes that he does. Is dug. Oh, so he's dug holes in the Dude, past. He's had dug, he used to dig holes in the back of our motel, and they'd be uh, deep holes there for like five years with just a piece of wood over it. For what? 
water lines, sewage lines. Sometimes you'd, you'd have to illegally tap into so things. Your old man's a tunneler. Yeah, he, he dug El Chapo's tunnel. <laughs> like, if he were in jail, you'd have to watch him, but he's a digger. He's going to dig. He's, he's a, a dirty he's a digger. Dirty digger. <laughs> uh, and he also has beef with the neighbor now. Whoa. He's, the Filipino neighbor? Uh, no, the, the Mexican neighbor on the other side. What happened? The young kid, um, he sprayed his truck on accident with the hose, and the kid just washed it, and it was bright and sunny out. And I get, evidently, my dad's done this 50 times. The kid storms out. Goes, so, wait, wait, wait. Your dad sprayed the sprayed kid. The, he was spraying the, he has a bunch of uh, wild and he's, shit he's growing. He sprayed the kid's toy. No, the, you know, this kid's like 40. I say kid, but oh, it's, got it. he lives with his parents, so but he's 40. So it's a real 40. truck. Yeah. And I, re- I was picturing a kid with like a kid truck. Yeah, yeah. and he's like 40 years old, okay. so these are also real Mexicans. Yeah, this guy's probably not married. Still yeah. Still living there. And so, and most of these guys who live at home, like they always have like nice vehicles. Yeah. Because they don't spend money on rent. Because no they're like. Who cares about bringing chicks home and fucking where my parents can hear it? I'm driving this sweet-ass SUV. Yeah. So uh, he sprayed so sprayed it with water. Yeah, evidently, maybe you've done it a few times. I don't know. But it's this, water. It's going to dry. Yeah. And this guy storms over, okay. storms into the yard. What was he wearing? Gets in, I don't know. Sombrero? I didn't hear it. I pulled up, and my dad was in the middle of the street because I had to pick something up from him. And he's screaming to me about this guy. I just get hit by a car. So the guy could, like, probably hear him. Yes. Oh, he could definitely hear him. What did the guy say? Uh, he told my dad, he said... Why didn't he write a note and put it in the mailbox? I think he may have done that before. Because they have, they have a back and forth with this neighbor before. So they've had problems. They've had guy. beef. The good news is they're cl- pretty close. And they're going to see a lot they of They share a wall. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's in the middle of the street yelling, This motherfucking piece of shit! Was he dropping I any, didn't speak? any racial terms? No. No racial no. terms. Uh, he does that. He'll do that behind closed doors. <laughs> he was in the streets. He's so smart enough. That, that He has enough self-control not to do that. Did he yell at the guy, or was it all after? Oh, yeah, he yelled at the guy. So they just started yelling at each other. Yeah. I, w- I didn't see it. I guess it's all... But the uh, guy was glad he said something. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I think he thought my dad may have apologized. Instead, my dad said, fuck you, you motherfucker. You hose off your driveway, and it runs into my yard because they're on a hill. Do you think the guy went home? Like- I, oh, the guy goes, that's gravity. That's how gravity works. He goes, I know how gravity works, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Do you think your old man or the guy went home and yelled at his parents like Daniel LaRusso? I hate The karate it. kid yelled at his mother, hey, you ain't living in this house. This guy sprayed my truck. He throws his car keys in the dumpster. He's like, I, want, I just want to go home. Tips his truck over. Well, he didn't know what he's messing with. Because you could, oh, Steve O'Neill, 71, 72 years old. I think the problem. You can beat him, but. You can't argue with crazy. But also, you can't stop Steve O'Neill. Steve O'Neill is going to lose it one day. Steve O'Neill is going to dig a tunnel and pop up in this guy's bedroom. Yeah, and then with a mask and just have a machete to his neck. Oh, a a guy down the street got beat by a machete. What do you mean beat by a machete? A few houses down uh, from Steve O'Neill's. How do you beat someone with a machete? Do you kill him? No, he was was hitting this guy in his yard with a machete, and the guy's family comes out. What, like spanking him? No, like chopping him, but it must have been a dull machete. the fuck? So... The, he, what, was he somehow drunk? they drop was the, it a random guy or was it someone they knew? I, I don't know what the full story is. Steve O'Neill, once he moved in, everyone's gone crazy. It's gone nuts. So uh they're beating this guy, and so this guy's family comes out, the victim, and they wrestle the machete away from this guy, and then they start beating the guy, the perpetrator, with the fucking machete. Jesus. Yeah. And I don't know if Steve was there with my niece watching. Well, Steve or, didn't know he was in the hall. He may have been. He He's in won. his hole with his miner's cap on. <laughs> and he still has his eyes set on uh, stealing those government bees. He's got, he, he, so he's really just trying to go he's, off the grid via dance. the government's help. Yeah. <laughs> via goat theft. And I think the way he's going to do it, he's going to put on his beekeeper outfit, and he's just going to get all the bees in his car, and I hope he doesn't get pulled over. Jeez. So like, rolled out your window. He's like, I can't. I don't want my bees. You know how many times he would be stung on that ride? No, he, he has the full outfit. No, but can't you get stung yeah. through that? Not at all. And he would also smoke them. He's got the smoker. It keeps him calm. It sounds like he needs to smoke his neighbor. He's got a problem. Jesus. Hey, let's not, <laughs> let's not foreshadow here. Uh, is, that, is, that we, is that it for the day? We're at an hour. All right, man. Guys, thank you for listening. This is the episode first one. one. We're gonna, it's going to evolve. We'll eventually get a theme song and uh, other accoutrements. We'll find our rhythm. 
But thank you guys for being supportive, uh, being patient with us. We're back. We're back in the don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. And don't forget to write reviews of the podcast. Yeah, please. Five-star reviews, text reviews. Tell your neighbor. You can hit O'Neill up. Uh, what's your email address? If you, if you have, want us to talk about something, you have a question, anything. You want to send a love letter or nude picture. You want us to call a special lady of yours to tell her that you love her. Like a uh, call, shout out line. What's the address? Email me at O'Neill, the ass kicker at yahoo.com. How do I spell that? I'm glad you asked. It's O'Neill, O N E I L L, the T H E, ass kicker, A S S K I C K E R, at yahoo.com. And then uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's at Danish and, o- at Danish and O'Neill. It's all no spaces, D A N I S H A N D O N E I. And like us at Facebook. Uh, that's also Danish and O'Neill. And uh, hit up Ari Manis on Twitter and tell him that uh, he is fucking that girl he was with last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank- <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll, uh, we're going to be in your earwaves coming up soon here. Take care. Fuck yeah. <laughs>